Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Yep. Yeah, Adam Hills. Hello? Good morning. Is that Adam? No. Oh. Um... Do you mean Adam Hill's the comedian? Yeah. Oh, you've somehow got Daniel Sloss. Oh, okay, right. So we must have been given from the... Uh, promoter. The promoter giving us the wrong comedian. No, <laughs> <laughs> are Can we talk to you instead? Yeah, sure, why not? Who are you? Are you doing Kilkenny Catlaughs? No, I'm not. You should be. You should be on that bill. <laughs> why not? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> madness, that. Do you know Adam Hills? Could you ring him first? I just don't I don't have his number <laughs> We're trying to Skype him He can't get an answer Is Harry We're Hill there? <laughs> Harry Hill's No, no I definitely don't have his number hills? Uh, I've got none of the hills I've, I've, I've got another I've got Ryan Cullen I can do you Ryan Cullen Nah, you're grand <laughs> <laughs> when are you, Where are you playing next in Ireland? Can anyone go see you? Um, yeah, I'll be um, I'm, I think I'm in Dublin at some point Okay, right. sorry right. Yeah well, uh, well, people should go and see you when you come to Dublin at some point. I'm, I'm sorry, is this radio or something? Yes, this is radio or is something. It, <laughs> we're about to go to a meeting to Does, find out whether we're radio or something. But yeah, yeah, we're something. Radio or fired. All right, well, sorry about that. No, no problem. It's okay. It's been, no. it's been one of the most fun wrong numbers in our lives. It really has. Because I mean, normally I just hang up. But then you just mentioned my friend's name. <laughs> my Australian friend who lives in London. And I'm in Edinburgh. And I'll be honest, I'm very high. So this has been very confusing for me so far. Okay. Right. Right, well, uh, Daniel, have a lovely day. Yeah. Thanks, man. Okay. Lovely to talk to you. Bye. When you're, in, when you're in Dublin, look us up, yeah? I absolutely will. Bye. All right. Good luck. Uh, Cheers, Dave. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Hello. Hello, is that Adam Hills? Yes. Ah, great, great. Adam, it's uh, Strawberry Alarm Clock here at Everton Force. Jim, Jim here. It's good to hey, talk to you. Hey, how are you going? I was just talking to a good friend of yours. Uh, who was that? Uh, Daniel Sloss. Oh, were you? Yeah. Why were you talking to Daniel Slash? Because uh, we just got the wrong number. We have a comedian's phone number generator here, and uh, we just keep <laughs> ringing until we get the right one. <laughs> so you were trying to call me, and you got Daniel. I got Daniel. He's in Edinburgh. He, he gives his best regards. He hopes you're keeping well. You know, the last time I saw Daniel was in um, the Melbourne Comedy Festival a few years back, yeah. and we had a barbecue at our house and invited a whole bunch of comics over. Because in the middle of the festival, it's nice just to get out of the festival mode and have a bit of a normal day. Yeah. And he turned up very hungover and then disappeared for a good hour. Oh, no. And we found him in, in my daughter's, has a little, like, play caravan in the back garden, yeah. and they were having a tea party together. Brilliant. <laughs> and she would have been about three, maybe four. Yeah. And I think his level of hangover meant he was at exactly the same level as a four-year-old having a tea party. <laughs> He was just entertaining himself. That's, <laughs> it, was, it was amazing. She was loving it. He was loving it. It was like they were just conversing on exactly the same level. Well, that's better than somebody out sort of whizzing on your grass and you can never get rid of the, <laughs> the patch. <laughs> so, you know, that's a nice friend you have there. <laughs> how, how is he, by the way? Is he well? He's keeping very well, yeah, by the sounds of him, yeah. <laughs> he's doing great. Do you know what? This could be a whole new style of interview for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you, if you can get the number of a famous person, you've got no reason to call them. But if you ring them up and tell them that you you were trying to get someone else who was famous. Yes. 
Oh, well, Tommy Tiernan, <laughs> Tommy Tiernan has a TV show in Ireland. I don't know if you know about it, and it's where they come. The, the guests come out, but he doesn't know. He's not told who they are. So oh, brilliant! So sometimes he doesn't know uh, who they are at all. He has to ask them who they are. Other times he does know who they are, but has no pre-prepared questions. It's just a, a chat. So this would be this would work where. I know who the comedian is, but they don't know who we are. <laughs> <laughs> we're just, are you up for promoting something at some stage? We're here. <laughs> this is, because I'd imagine you catch people unawares and they're not promoting anything, so they're just going to have a laugh with you for a couple of minutes. Yeah, well, we did. We had a bit of a giggle with them, yeah. It's good fun. This is brilliant. What are, what are we going to call this segment? Uh, catch a Comedian. Catch a comedian. That's Catch a very comedian nice. in the morning, and uh, yeah. So as they're as they're sort of getting up and pondering around uh, what they're going to do for the day, we ring them. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this. I genuinely think this yeah, could be a segment. I think so. Uh, well, you send me loads of phone numbers of all your comedian friends, and we'll do it. Uh, Adam Hills, you Absolutely. are coming back to Ireland, and Ireland loves you, and you've been here many times, and you lived here. Yes. When was yes. that that you lived in in Dublin? Uh, it was about from 1999 to about 2002. Okay. So it wasn't all that long, but it was long enough that... Okay, so here's the thing. I've got, I've got probably a five to ten minute routine about Ireland and about phrases that Irish people use, like, you're a man, yeah. which is something that I'd never heard anywhere else in the world. Or yeah. the, the come here to me. I always loved in the middle of a conversation when yeah. someone would just go, come here to me. And you go, I literally couldn't get any closer to you right now. <laughs> so I've got this routine, but I can only ever do this routine in Ireland. It doesn't work anywhere else in the world. And I'm really proud of that because I like that it's not a stereotypical Irish jokes that I could go to America and go, hey, Irish people are like this. And they go, yeah, that's exactly how we think they are. I like that I can only do this to Irish people. I can sing the national anthem, well, the first four lines of it anyway. Brilliant. Uh, and the only problem is... Because I haven't lived in Ireland for so long, I'm not sure that it's not outdated. I'm not sure I'm going to get up on stage and say something and people are going to be like, dude, that is so 15 years ago. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I really feel like it's a bit of a second home for me, to be honest. Well, that's brilliant. And most of the comedians don't have a, a solid 10 minutes that they have just for Irish people. So we are, we're special. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I'm <laughs> cheating a little bit. <laughs> uh, so you're coming to do uh, your show in the Kilkenny Cat yes. Laughs, the 25th yes. anniversary. How many of these have you done? Would you say? I genuinely have lost count. I don't okay. know. I, 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 maybe eight or nine, maybe 10. I'm not entirely sure. I, I, all I remember is when I first came to Dublin, it was a real dream to be asked to do the Cat Laughs. Yeah. And, uh, Every year I go, I just try and do whatever I can on stage that'll that'll get me invited the following year. <laughs> the, which, ten, the ten minutes which, about saying your man. <laughs> <laughs> and that, and that. There's a bit Are of you both. drunk again? Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, last year I did. I said to the guys running it, I want to do something at every gig that is memorable and is unique to that gig. Yes. And there was one night last year where John. Kev, um, Conor McGregor's coach, John Kavanagh, was in yes, the audience. Yeah. So I, I, I thought it'd be really funny to stage a video that looked like we'd got into a fight and he'd beaten me up on stage. <laughs> I remember seeing and that, so, yeah. Yeah, he's, so he's I got members of the family. audience to yeah. film it, but like halfway through a, an exchange, so it didn't look set up. And then he came up on stage and pretended to punch me and then pretended to hit me over the head with my own prosthetic leg. <laughs> <laughs> and then audience members tweeted it and then he tweeted about it and then I tweeted about it and then later that night he, he sent me a text and said mate we've got to own up and tell people it was fake because I've got disability groups in America oh, no. now criticizing me no yeah. people genuinely thought he had taken my foot off and belted me over the head with it so we had to go public and go it's a joke it was all set up but th that is one thing about your show is that the opening of your show where you kind of you interact with the crowd in a way that no other comedian I've ever seen does. It's something different happens every time, and it's unique to that performance. It could be somebody arriving late. It could be somebody heckles you. It could be you got you found a guy who could do a Scooby Doo impression at one show I saw. Yeah, <laughs> and it was just I don't. It's like where he's after plucking this out of nowhere. Like he came out here with nothing, and now he's there's a fella getting a round of applause for doing a Scooby Doo. Do you know the weird thing is I forget about all this stuff? Yeah. Because it all happens in the moment and I move on. I, I did an interview earlier this week for Cat Laughs and someone said, oh, I saw you there last year where you smeared chocolate bars all, all over the body of someone from the audience. And I was like, oh, my God, did I do that? Yeah. <laughs> and appara apparently I did. It's, it's like 
It's, do you know what it's like? It's like Edward Norton in the film Primal Fear, where he has this <laughs> split personality that he goes into, and when he does it, he can't remember anything about it. Yeah, I think I saw another show in Edinburgh, and uh, somebody was late to the show, and you found out everything you could find out about her. And then right. when she arrived and sat down, you pretended you were a psychic. <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, that's brilliant. The girl is just late, that's all. And you're going, you're, you're Deborah, yeah? You're, you work in a bank. You had everything. And she was going, this is freaky. And the whole audience was in on it. <laughs> and then you say something like that back, and I just think, oh, that guy sounds really funny. He I is I good. Him. You should go and see him. <laughs> Go and see Adam Hills. He's playing Kilkenny Cat Laughs. Uh, it's a great festival. All the comedians are brilliant. Um, you get to see so many different people from all over the world. And it's the 25th anniversary. And uh, I'll try and do something bonkers at every gig. Do. Keep, uh, <laughs> keep being bonkers, Adam Hills. And uh, give our best to Daniel when you see him. <laughs> I will do. And you, you do the same if you see him before I do. I will do. All right. Adam Hills, great to talk to you. Cheers. Thanks, man. So uh, the Eurovision Nobby starts tonight, yeah. Semi-finals. You. Jeez, they drag that out, don't they? Oh, they drag it out. So it's a semi-final tonight, semi-final Thursday night, final Saturday. And what happens in between on the Wednesday and the Friday? They all have a little rest oh. and, it, and probably a little disco. Yeah. There'll be plenty of discos. Well, Rory Cowan's over there now in Israel and Mary Coughlin's here in Dublin and they're both killing each other from afar. About what? Uh, he says it's fine. It's not political. She says it is. Oh, I think you'll find. Be going to I think you'll find it's fairly political. All right. Uh, music mogul Louis Walsh. What do you reckon? He reckons. He believes country music star Cleena Hagen should be Ireland's entry in the Eurovision this weekend. Bit, a bit late now to be switching it around. She's the one who is in it, no? No. The former X Factor judge insisted yesterday that Dancing with the Stars finalist could wow Europe. So she's the country and western singer. Blonde girl who's in the dancing program. She's not there though, because she, she Louis Walsh says Sarah McTiernan has no hope. He was a mentor to Ireland's Eurovision performer Brendan Murray in 2017. How did he do? Exactly. I was going to get involved this year, and I tell you who I thought it would be would have been good to represent the country, but I never followed it up. The girl Cleena Hagen. I thought she'd have been good because she got a really great personality. She's got a great voice and a good image. I thought she'd have been great. Yeah, but he's not really... It's grand saying that before someone's been picked. You shouldn't be saying that now. There's someone chosen. They've gone over there. And you're dissing the person that has been selected. And are Ireland performing tonight, does anyone know? Where's our Eurovision correspondence? Who wants that job? we we'll pay you with the cuddle mug. There are some people who know everything about the Eurovision. Are Ireland playing tonight or Thursday night? And will they get through? Are they 3-0 down at halftime? And have to come back? Will it be like the Liverpool comeback last week? Felicity Huffman, who was your woman in Desperate Housewives, you might remember a few weeks ago it was revealed that she basically had uh, allegedly given cash to colleges and entrance exams people so her kids could qualify. She wasn't alone, there was other big name Hollywood people that have done it. Well, she's pleaded guilty to charges relating to fraud in the scandal. Uh, she has confirmed wow. she did pay $15,000 to have her daughter's exams answers secretly corrected in 2017. She the answers correct? I thought she just got her into the college. No, I think part of it was someone else was that. She's one of 50 parents being accused of fraud. Oh, that 50, is fraud, isn't it? With some paying bribes, having exams altered, even had their children photoshopped into stock photographs to fake sporting But think talents. about how many people have done this over the years. Like, if you're, a, if you're a Hollywood star like she is, right? Or anyone with money. She's loads of money, right? She's millions. Yeah. 15 grand isn't much to her. And if somebody said, look, I can get you your kid into the college if you, you know, help pay for the swimming pool. 15 grand isn't that much. But I didn't know it was fixing exam results as well. Well, helping pay for the swimming pool is a bit Irish now. That's what someone in an Irish situation would Oh, yeah, that's what I'm done. thinking. Yeah. It's very Irish government there. It is very Irish government. That's, what, I, that's what I've grown up uh, experiencing. That's, at, that's at what I'm used to. At least that's, that's kind of like wink fraud. Yeah. If you could help with the swim pool. <laughs> if you grow up uh, surrounded by the mafia, you will uh, understand how the mafia rules this work. Is, this is, I will give your daughter an extra 15% if you give me 15 grand. Yeah. You can have a thing about that. 
But also, what happens when you get to the college? Like, okay, let's say the kids aren't intelligent enough to do whatever course they're doing. What happens when they can't pass Hello. those so exams? That's what I'm saying. So imagine how many people have got through into colleges and got degrees that they weren't clever enough to get. And they're qualifi- qualified in different things that they didn't actually do. They didn't do it themselves. Somebody, daddy or mummy, paid for it. <laughs> well, when you wonder why bridges fall down sometimes. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> Makes you wonder, doesn't it? So will she go to prison? I'd say so, yeah. I know, that I sound sounds, very excited about that. that sounds like prison. Maybe they give her a fine. Pay 15, pay 15 grand fine, we'll let you go. All right, here make, you go. Make, Just keep paying people. It's an opportunity to make an example, you know. Cece Coleman has some top tips for anyone looking for love. She's a waitress on First Dates, which is back on Channel 4 tonight. And Cece told us what it makes an ideal first meeting. Oh, hang on. That's what you say, Cece? Can't hear you? Season. I always think like an outdoor spacey uh, date is it's less pressure when you're stuck to one area. It, for me, anyway, personally, it feels a bit rigid. Yeah, an outdoor spacey, like a walk. I'd say everything on TV to do with dating feels a bit rigid, but that's just me, Cece. 11 minutes past 7 now, Tuesday morning. How are Beautiful you? Beautiful Tuesday. I walked from uh, the car park to the station in a t shirt today. Yeah. Just, just thought I'd share that everybody. Very sunny. Uh, All the way of, in. A bit of a chill at the moment, but... A little bit of a chill. It's nice. Did you walk fast, did you? Reasonably. Um, computers to mark the leaving cert. Computers will be used to correct state exams this summer. The Irish uh, Mirror can reveal six leaving cert and four junior cert subjects will be marked automatically, but teachers were only told about it last week. Last night, a teacher said, it's too late to be introducing a new system that hasn't been tested. So... That's assuming it hasn't been tested. The teacher may not know. He may not know. If they only found out about it last week, then why would they know? Overdose after Kyle t- lie test. The Jeremy Kyle show is off the air indefinitely after a guest who failed a love cheat lie detector uh, died of a drug overdose days later. Steve Diamond, 63, took the test on the TV show to convince fiance Jane Callahan that he'd not been unfaithful, but they split up uh, after he failed and pals fear that Steve took his own life. Um... Now, since this story has come out, according to things I saw on social media yesterday, potentially this is the tip of the iceberg. That show uh, has been sort of, how would you put it? It's I wouldn't believe everything on it's real. No, but like there, there are people who are vulnerable and they're going on that show. They've been taken advantage of. Yeah. Taken advantage of and they're going on that show thinking that they'll have solutions, but they, uh, from people who were in the audience at filmings and stuff like that just said, the people who had drug problems and stuff like that were just sitting there crying while people just took them to pieces. And uh, it's a... Is it any loss? I think this, coupled with Mike from Love Island, is going to signal a change in reality TV because you can absolutely accuse people of uh, abusing people that are in vulnerable situations yeah. for entertainment. And this is two now examples in quite recent times where lives are worth more than TV it's a disgusting show I don't know how it lasts that long so I presume it's voyeurism people just like to to watch other people who are miserable mm. have, have a row so there's going to have to be more checks or just those kind of shows won't exist anymore it's, it's one or the other I don't think there's a, the third option yeah so will this put any pressure on Love Island because there's been two people now that uh, have taken their own lives well, they have, former contestants they have said they'll be using more doctors and stuff but I don't know um, Ban City UEFA panel will push for Champs League acts Man City's title celebrations were stopped in their tracks as it emerged they face a Champions League ban for Pe- one year Pep Guardiola's Premier League winners are being probed for alleged breaches in financial fair play rules and City are believed to have been accused of UEFA above providing unconvincing explanations over the club's finances UEFA's investigatory panel said it is expected to lodge its report into European football's governing body in the next few days. Wow, a whole year. It's mad, isn't it? So does that mean, if that happens, does that mean Arsenal go through to the Champions League? You know, mm-hmm. so that, so Man City would be in the top four. If they don't go through... Someone else gets their spot. Does somebody else get their spot? Or they, they'd have to, wouldn't they? I'll wait and see the outcome first. But it seems mad that such a big club, such a high profile, just won the Premiership, could be caught up in any of that kind of stuff. Let's give banned drivers a licence. Publicans have called for drink drivers who are banned from the road to be given licences so they can get to work. 
The Vintners Federation oh. of Ireland slammed the government for abandoning rural communities in the wake of new drink-driving laws introduced in October. Drivers caught with a blood alcohol concentration of between 50 and 80 milligrams are banned from the road for three months under the laws, right? So you get caught with alcohol in your system. You have a pint and you get into a car straight after drinking that pint. Yeah. You'll, you'll be breaking the law. Or if you have a rake of drink the night before and you're driving the next morning. Well, that's an obvious one, yeah. And you're still over. You're banned from three months. So that's so. think about it. How would you get to work, right? So, but that's so, the whole point of it. Th- yeah. These are the incentives to not drink and drive. The shame, the stigma, and the fact that your life will be made very inconvenient. So if you're allowed to drive to work, ah, sure, look, if I get done, sure, I can still drive to work. So what will I be not able to do? That's No, that's wrong. I'm sorry, Vintners. I know you're trying to... If the pub trade is difficult, but that's not that's that's well, the Heidi Ray type. The, the vendors are there. calling for limited licenses to be given to drivers convicted inside this range. No, the law is the law. Limited licenses have proven successful in countries like New Zealand, where if a person is convicted of drink driving, they can prove disqualification will cause undue hardship to their family. They can apply for a license that allows them to drive to and from work only. Just don't drink and drive, and then yeah, there'll be yeah, no undue absolutely. hardship. You're a danger to other motorists and public. That's why you've been taken off the road, not just over that the time you were caught. Yeah. Outrageous. And uh, it's just bro- broken this morning that uh, there has been potential leakage in WhatsApp used by 1.5 billion people around the world. It discovered in early May this month that attackers were able to install surveillance software onto both iPhone and Android by ringing up targets using the app. So if you get a phone call, if I ever get phone calls on WhatsApp, it's usually for someone to know. If you get a random number, don't answer it. Wow. Now, we don't know what type of surveillance. Is it uh, your location? Is it what you've been sending? Is it what you've been saying? We don't know yet. I once got out of the shower and I went to check my phone to see what time it was. But my WhatsApp was open and I rang you. Oh, Video message. Naked time. And, yeah, if you'd answered the phone, do, do, you would have got a shock. Wow. Jim! What? <laughs> hang up! <laughs> You're hanging out! I'd been WhatsApping you, and the next thing it was like... <laughs> 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 it was like... Who's ringing? Because you see yourself, and you see calling Mark Noble. What? What an appropriate song, Jim. After that image. Thank you. It's giant. <laughs> this is Robbie Alarm Clock. It's F104, 721. Hey, shoppers, come to aisle four for a special bargain. They're all a bit cheesy, those ones, aren't they? Let's rip it up. Uh, I was hanging out. I wasn't really hanging out, but I was was in the company of secondary school students yesterday. Oh, yeah? And I've noticed something. How come? I asked about this. I was walking by a bus stop. Oh, yeah. I've... uh, I've, I asked about this on Twitter and this is apparently a thing so I noticed it was chunkfellas who can't have been uh, more than second years but maybe they were third years right? no older right and as I walked around the corner I saw this big puff of vape and I was like it's mad isn't it vape it's like a smoke huh? machine so here's what happens now you know the way people would have started smoking years ago because it was cool yeah it's not cool kids now people start vaping now because it's cool so the idea of a vape is to get yourself off cigarettes and, you know, you're taking away the tar and hopefully some of the other bad effects. I'm still not convinced it's good for you, though, vaping that. No, there's no... there's no. Uh... But what young fellas are doing now, and I haven't seen girls do it, but what young fellas are doing now is they're just starting vaping. Well, maybe they just don't like the taste of tobacco. But they've never smoked. Right, so they're vaping instead. They're just buying a vape... And getting some fluids and smoking them nothing looks cool. Nothing looks more ridiculous than vaping. I mean, smoking looks bad. But, but like, vaping, it just, it looks, if, especially if somebody's in a car, do you ever see that and their windows are opening? It's just, <laughs> this is big, yeah, yeah. this is cloud comes out of their car. It always looks like an Instagram boomerang. Nearly going back in again. Uh, so, like, what's next? Wearing patches on your arms? In six year? Yeah, I don't Why know. Why would you start vaping? I don't you've know. never smoked. I mean, I can't imagine in sixth class in primary he was hooked on 20 a day <laughs> and now by second year he's trying to... Yeah. Oh, I'm just cutting back, man. I'm on the vapes now. What's that about? And who's paying for it? Can, well, so maybe some... Most oh, second years don't have jobs. He's seen some older guy vaping and thinks he's a dude. I'm going to look like him. That's what it happens. But you don't get that the whole... Like... 
it's no, but like, it's, it's like smoking, and you see, like smoking doesn't make any sense either. So like, you see somebody smoking, and think, well, they're really, they're really cool. I want to be like them. So they go and they smoke, and they, you know, think, now, am I cool now? Am I like the, my hero? If you're in secondary, will you WhatsApp us? Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Just are your mates in school so yeah. vaping, and what's the story with that? And Text us in state are, of the vape and tell us who it is. Are they actually trying to get off, wean themselves off actual smokes, or are they just vaping because it's cool? Man? Maybe they, do you get it? You don't get a smell off a vapor, do you? No, some of them I think have a scent if you want. Yeah, but like you don't get the horrible tobacco. Oh no, smell. no, no, no. So maybe they don't, maybe they still want to keep their options open for snogging. Yeah, I know, but they're not trying to wean themselves off the, the bad I think, stuff. I don't think it's just that, is it? What's the, the same, same thing? reason you'd vape? No, I think is vape... for the nicotine hit? The, yeah, the hit. Right. I suppose I didn't think about that bit, but yeah. still. <laughs> I would have thought the, the, the main thing they're for is for... It's the modern smoking. Yeah. Like, you don't start... You don't start doing methadone. No, but it's, smoke, it's, your it's just choice. the modern smoking. So it's like if when, you know... Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If years ago somebody had seen somebody smoking filters and they go, why weren't they smoking rollies? I, I walked past these kids who were smoking filters. What's wrong with them? They're not even smoking rollies. Smoke rollies first. The whole point is to wean you off the bad stuff. I think you get the, it's the nicotine hit. It. It's the nicotine hit and also you think you look cool. And you don't. Vaping in cars, it looks like the car is a steam engine, says Paddy. Vaping in cars looks like, you know when they have it in a movie where uh, a load of stoners are in a car and the cops come along and they open the windows and it's just this, all the smoke comes out. Yeah. That's what vaping in cars, everybody who vapes in cars looks like that. It's ridiculous. People ringing, ringing Crossy to say that it's, it's hash. This definitely wasn't hash. Cause oh, right, yeah. It's not, though. I got, I'd, I would, I'd know what that smells like. like. It wasn't. They're just vaping. Look at you, cool. Officer Noble. Well, we all know what Hello, hash lads. Like. What are we doing vaping at the bus stop now? <laughs> Hope that's not hashish. You think that's cool? It's not cool, lads. You're not even trying to get off the real smokes. Girls won't be impressed by that. But that is it. You're not even trying to get off the real smokes. That's so, my point. So is it like them drinking a Heineken Zero Zero sitting on the bus stop? Yeah, having never known what. <laughs> what are you doing drinking like? a low alcohol beer? <laughs> you don't even drink beer yet. You're not a man. I don't know what it is. If you know, let us know. Vapors. Not to mention the cost of it, like... Yeah, it's nonsense. Yeah, bring a young to the cinema instead. Or whatever else. <laughs> it's 7.26. Yeah, I want you to tell me in a while about uh, your Spurs friend. Oh, yeah. Tell me about that. Right. So I was talking to a pal of mine, Gordon, yesterday, who... Uh, ah, Gordo. No, not that Gordo. He's, right. he's Gordo. He's, he's not Gordon. Only his man gets to call him Gordon. All right, sorry. I didn't know. I didn't know Gordo was Gordon and there was Gordon there was Gordo. Oh, there's, a, there's a Gordon. Gordon's real job is playing with cars all day long. Oh, God. But he's also a lifelong Spurs fan like yourself, Jim. Oh, yeah. Ever since he made his communion. What happened on his communion? Uh, I think there was a match on that night. Oh, right, yeah. Probably the FA Cup final. Something like that. Anyway, uh, he's been offered, he can get his hands on two tickets to go to Spurs versus Liverpool. Or is it Liverpool versus Spurs? 
I don't know it's how it works. How, They're how both away. Work? I don't know how that works. They flip a coin, I think. So he can get two tickets, not sure from who or whatever. Five grand. Five grand? No, tell him not to do that. No way. He's not fully out yet. He's he's like... Ah, uh, no, no. Get this flight from no, here. No, 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 no. Well, five get grand including flights, is it? Oh, no, I think it's two and a half grand a ticket. Tell him he's crazy. Don't do it. Don't do it. But this is a once-in-a-lifetime chance for Spurs it's not, fans. It's not a once-in-a-lifetime. If you want to see Spurs get beaten, you can do it most weekends. <laughs> <laughs> so just, like... Don't first. Well, first of all, I don't. I don't think Spurs are going to lose. It's Spurs versus Liverpool. Right. Spurs have home advantage, so it's Spurs versus Liverpool. Thanks, okay. thanks, listeners. Thanks, listeners. So, don't do it. First of all, and Terry knows a guy who's been offered a ticket for five hundred euro, and he's thinking oh, about that's that. That's reasonable. Yeah, he, but oh, he's no, think, you, but he's he's down the road on holidays. He, he reckons it's a three and a half hour drive from where he is on holidays. Pays five hundred quid to go and watch Spurs get. It's not look. Anything can happen. Anything can first happen. Of all. But five grand is way too much. Look at how both teams got there. So anything can happen. Five grand's way too much. You, like you, the well, guy. Two and a half, so split. Terry's friend with the five hundred quid. He'll look back if Spurs win and say, "Wow, it was brilliant to be there. What an amazing night." But if I spent five grand to be there, so let's say you, I'd still, I'd be on. Oh yeah, it was great, but I spent five grand. And we're not, we're not doing a lot of wins because that's just, crazy money. A lot of wins make everything possible. Let's say you found some money today. You came into money. If and Prince came bring, back from the dead for one night only, I wouldn't spend five grand to go and see You could bring your da to see Spurs in Madrid for five grand. Would you pay it? Oh, would you bring me down to it for? Yeah, you see? <laughs> this is it. The other well, guy no, wants to go with him. I tell you, no, do you know what? My, my old man would tell me that's crazy money and he wouldn't want to go if he heard it was five grand. He'd go if it was like face value. 500's all right. He'd, he'd go no, if it was... Yeah, 500's very spicy. But like five grand is crazy. That's it is, crazy. It? It and is. yeah, what's Champions League final? That's I know what it is, for. but like no way, five grand. No, he would. He'd say no, and he'd be right. Okay, well, so tell your friend to cop onto himself. Watch it somewhere really cool. Check into a five star hotel. And Still watch cost it you less. Yeah, yeah. And you don't have to get the long flight home after being hammered. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you turn it off at half time and it's four nil up to Liverpool, you go. Wanna go downstairs for dinner? <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's that settled so. Yeah. It's F one oh four. Who'd like a shot at the bodyguard? Sorry? Katie Hawes like? No. Which football pundit would like to be a cameo in the second series of the bodyguard? Or just bodyguard. I don't think there's a death. Brian Kerr. <laughs> He'd be brilliant. No, 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 you big no no. I'm not interested in a married man. There's a gammy he has a gammy leg. No, it's uh, Jamie Redknapp. He'd love to be uh, in that series. He says, uh, despite his lack of previous acting experience, he believes he's ready to make the jump to drama. He's even backing himself to perform better than the show's Scottish star, Richard Madden. What? He said, well, audition for the next series, buddy, or why not? I'd be better than the other fella anyway. I've actually often fancied a bit of acting, he, he said. was in Game of Thrones, Richard Madden. You can't just was he like... in Game of Thrones? Yeah. I never knew that. Now, there's a documentary on the final season of Game of Thrones. Now, before you start texting in with threats, we're not going to spoil it. We don't do that. Okay? This is a trailer for a documentary about the final season of Game of Thrones. But apparently, it says here in big letters, this is spoiler free. Amazing. It's our biggest season ever. Every episode has as much in it as one feature film. It's like, oh my God. What was I thinking? Winter's coming, yeah. I can't even begin to imagine how this is going to look on TV. Here we go. Been doing night shoes. <laughs> I could not have worked harder. I really have given this everything I have. It's such a magical place. It's hard to say goodbye to everybody. That was Amelia's last shot on Game of Thrones. This is a dream job, a director. This show saved my life. It's hard to fathom that I'll never be coming back. Best thing I've ever done. Cool. <laughs> you know, Line of Duty, the director was uh, the same director as The Love Hates, some of the most of those episodes, about half the episodes. David McCullough, what's his name? David McCullough, he's... He's this you know, he's prime time. <laughs> he's a very versatile fella. David, uh, I know oh, you mean I know him. the yeah. guy. So he worked on Line of Duty and Love Hate? Yeah. David Caffrey? 
David Caffrey, that's him. Sorry, David Caffrey. Yeah, he directed some of the episodes. Really? Yeah. And did you know that Michelle Fowler from EastEnders, we're going old school there yeah. now, they still mention her. She she directed the final episode. She's right. a director now. She directs EastEnders, but now she's directing the heavy stuff like that. Right. You should go back to EastEnders, Michelle. Whatever your real name is. Emily Attack says, or is it, is it Attack or Attack? Attack. Emily Attack says she uh, she's glad her nerves didn't get the better of her when she hosted this morning. I can see that. She and John Barrowman stood in for Holly Willoughby and Philip Schofield uh, last month. And Emily admits she couldn't have had a better experience. I thought I was going to be really, really nervous. You know, I've become really good mates with everyone on ITV and they're just so lovely to you and they make you feel at home and you just essentially feel like you're sat on a sofa with your mate having a chat. She mates with John, sure they've spent, you know, a lot of time together in the jungle. She's very natural, so she'd be good at that. Yeah. You think she's natural, Jim, don't you? She's very natural and she's funny too. Would you let her attack you or attack you? I don't know what you mean. Now, we're always saying to you to get in touch with us if you want to wind somebody up, and that's what uh, Dean did. And he uh, emailed us, strawberry at fm4.ie. He didn't really have an idea. He just said, oh, you know, come on, she's having a big birthday, big milestone birthday coming up. She's on holidays. Her car's in being fixed. What can we do? And we thought, oh, ooh, we could do something with her car. Um, she was expecting the car to be fixed. It was in for a couple of weeks while she was away. She was expected to get home and pick it up, no problems. Uh, so we decided we'd give her a buzz on her holidays with her husband and uh, give her a bit of messing. Hello? Hello, speak to Sharon Willis, please. Speaking. Sharon, how are you doing? I'm calling from the... Hey. Can you talk? Yeah, since I'm about nine months, I'm only messing. <laughs> Stop it. No. <laughs> Come on, go oh, ahead. Geez, yeah, we should have you walking here. <laughs> you, don't, you don't have your mouth to walk here, but it helps. <laughs> oh, stop that light, will you? Now, come here, you're a Volvo. Yeah, it's I not... was just... Yeah. Sorry, go on. No, you go on, go, go on. ahead. Yeah, it's I not... was just... Sorry, go on. No, I'm away at the moment. I'm just on my way home. And uh, is it ready? It was ready Friday. No, no, re- it? no, it was, no, it's supposed to be ready tomorrow, yeah. But uh, unfortunately, it's leaking oil. Yeah, but I, I had a problem and then they brought... You had it two weeks now. Who was driving the car, Sharon? Is this yourself, yeah? Yeah, only myself. All right. And Honest to God. Well, whoever's been driving has been driving the hell out of it, like, you know. Well, I'll tell you where I drive it to. I yeah. drive it from Ballyferma to Bluebell every day. Right, Ballyferma to Bluebell, that's yeah. that's it. And what about the pedals? What you mean? Have you been, what you mean you, Have you a heavy foot? No. Well, Honestly, no. I well, only bought the car in November. If you if you if you hit those pedals that hard, that car's gonna leak. You know what I mean? To be honest with you, now I really don't understand what you're saying. Y- uh, you have a heavy foot. So how do you know I have a heavy foot? No, now, I'm not being smart, I'm but that's sa- silly talk. No, I'm not saying your foot is fat. I'm saying you have a heavy foot. Listen, who who? What's your name? Sorry, my name is Alexander. It's George, I. Yeah, I need to speak to George, who I was... Hang on, put you on to George then, all right. Do you know what I mean? If You know, a drummer in a rock band would also have a very good kick on their foot, you know. That's what you're doing to your pedals. That's what I'm trying to... That's the analogy, you know what I mean? Jesus Christ, you can't understand me. I'll put you on to Georgie, hang on. Hello? Hello? Sharon, is it? It is, yeah. That's not George. No, it is Andy here. George's on his break. Yeah, well, can you get George to call me back? The reason we're ringing you is because of the, the, the care at the moment, you know? There, there are more problems than we initially thought. Yeah, but there's any problems. That care is under warranty. Yeah. So, well, when George... Uh, so is who, who's, who's talking there, sorry? Is that under warranty, you're saying? Yeah. Can you get George to ring me um, as soon as he's off? Well, you see, he's giving so. it over to me. He's asking me to, to deal with it today, do you know what I mean? Okay, well... I'm away at the moment, so I'll actually get on to. Um, you see, the, 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 there's a. Pr- do you drive around and t- tour gear? <laughs> because there's a problem. There's a problem with the gearbox as well. That you're, you're, you're st- you're, it looks like you're leaving it in tour, tour gear and just driving wherever you want. So you're not going up and down the gears. You know what to walk the gears. You do. <laughs> can he get yours to give you a ring back? I can. Yeah, but like. Hell, that clown in the background just shut his face. Yeah, whoever the f- he is. <laughs> Who's your man there thinking he's a big smart ass under warranty? Yeah, drive your blading car, right? Oh. She's hung up on you, Craig. <laughs> she's probably ringing it. She's probably ringing George. <laughs> she's probably ringing George. That's not George. <laughs> 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 Hello? 
Hello? Sorry, is that Sharon? No, no, you have the wrong number. Sharon, uh, do you know Dean? No, I'm not saying to Bob, I'll kick the ball to a demon again. <laughs> <laughs> the Strawberry Alarm Clock. On FM4. Oh, oh. They're gone again. They're gone again. Oh, for God's sake. She heard the, uh, the radio and she hung up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe you say hello to her and I do. Hello? Okay. Sharon? Yes? Happy 50th. Yes, yeah, I'm nearly <laughs> stomach is sick. <laughs> oh, my God. He was like, I fucking talked to George. <laughs> Who is that? I'm going to kill him. My nerves are gone over that car. <laughs> I'm trying to pass the phone to me husband. He wouldn't take it. <laughs> oh my god! I gotta kill him. <laughs> FM 104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Cover in a click. Ten questions. Sixty seconds. We have Emily on the line. She's studying veterinary in UCD. Good morning, Emily. How are you? Morning. How are you? Very good. Need a lot of points for veterinary. Oh, it's off. I know. It feels like ages ago now. Yeah. How long ago was that? Um, four years ago, because I took a year off between uh, Billy and Certain College. Oh, nice. What's your favourite animal? A dog. A dog? Yeah. Uh, they're big agents, aren't they? <laughs> I know, yeah. We've I interviewed really the super vet twice, Emily. Twice we've interviewed huh? him. We've interviewed the super vet twice. Oh, really? You know he went to UCD. Yeah, I know, yeah. I've seen him in um, the Tree Arena there last year. Oh, yeah. Is that good, yeah? No, Fitzpatrick, obviously. Yeah, he's He's a lovely man. Right. Ten Emily. questions. Are you ready? Okay. You mm. can do this, Emily. Okay. Of course you can. Course no you mess, can. no Googling, no getting help, no hanging up if you don't know the answers. Okay. <laughs> That's a new uh, new entry to the list. Phenomenon. Let's do it. Okay. Look. The game begins in three, Look. two, one. Emily, what's the colour of grass? Green. What country is Calvin Harris from? Uh, Scotland. How do you say goodbye in Spanish? Adios. What's the name of the cinema on O'Connell Street in Dublin? Uh, the Savoy. True or false, Adele has a song called I Left My Heart in Your Handbag. Oh. What TV presenter is also known as Sammy Sausages? Oh, what? Sammy Sausages. Oh, I've no clue. There's a bit of panto as well. Irish sitcom ah. Moonboy was based on the childhood of what actor? Oh, Jesus. Hmm. Mm, LBW is a term in what sport? Um, rugby. <laughs> Which type of push-up underwire brazier, brazier became famous worldwide in the 1990s? A, br- a bra? <laughs> yeah, which particular brand? Type of bra? Oh, uh, Victoria's Secret one. And the Dog Father and Doggy Style are albums by what artist? Oh... I don't know, Bruno Mars. Bruno Mars. Well, <laughs> Emily, it was a, it was a game of two halves, Emily. You got the first, so well. first five, bang, 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 all correct. I, know, yeah. I thought she might do this. And then you, you, it was Man United then, wasn't it? Wheels came off. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's at the wheel. Uh, Sammy Sausages is also known as Alan Hughes. Oh, okay. He does panto. And Ireland I am every morning. We don't talk about that. It's on the same time as us there. <laughs> Irish sitcom Moonboy is based on the childhood of Chris O'Dowd. Oh, Great okay. show that. Leg before wicket is LBW. The Wonder Bra oh. was the type of uh, push up underwire brazier. I can't say that word. Bra. Bra. Brazier. 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 I paved the way for Brazier. And uh, Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg. Father. Dog. See, it all makes sense for the answers. He got five, yeah. Emily. Best, oh, better, well. better look in your exams tomorrow. Enjoy Thailand. <laughs> I just want to pass. I don't care. <laughs> you will. Have a cuddle mug. Thanks for playing. Thanks, Neil. Bye. Um, it is time now to nod our beautiful noddens together across Dublin. And thanks to everyone for voting, especially thanks because you agreed with me. Crystal Waters, Gypsy Woman, is a head wreck. 
So you voted heavily in favor of my nod heaven instead of hell. <laughs> Which was this. Now, could have been gypsy water. Waters puts on her makeup. Nod. Crystal Waters. <laughs> gypsy Waters. Anyway, thanks for voting. Nod your noggins, everybody. This is your heaven. FM 104. On a sunny day. A little bit. I'm all right now if I don't hear that song again for another 15 years. That's the beauty of a nod. It's the Strawberry Alarm Clock. It's FM 104. And next week, uh, Monday morning, actually, we're going to have a Nobby's Heaven or Hell songs. I want to. I need to know a song that you hate that everybody else likes. If I die before I wake. Happy have, fourth birthday to that's Danny. That's hell, is it? No, no, I'm not sure how I feel on the battle. I could be one or the oh, other. Oh, really. dear. Heaven is a half pipe by O. That's a great song. M, I think they were called. I think. Kids, what was the last movie you saw? Jim Jim and Abby. Hello. I'm Colin and I'm eight. My big brother brought me to see the new Detective Pikachu movie and the movie was really, really good. Bye. Interesting. Interesting, because the trailer didn't look good to me, but now that kids are reviewing it, that's why I like to hear what kids think. Exactly, that's that's what those movies are for. Hi, Jim Jim and Abby, I'm Maisie, and the last film that I saw was Wonder Park by Cousin Luke. Any good? Yeah. Hi, Jim Jim and Abby, my name's Dylan, and the last movie I saw was Shrek Forever After. What? I must have been on an old DVD or something. It's probably on the old Netflix. My name is Sarah Jane, and I watched... Meg. The Meg. The Meg. Oh, yeah, the Meg. The big shark lad. Or a lady. And, and I watched this thing. Oh, my God. Look at her butt. Oh, my God. All I can hear Look are Look at tires. her butt. Let's sing. And there's in that, there's a... They're singing, Oh, my God. Look at her butt. I'm Jim and Nobby. My name is Heidi. And the last film I went to see was in the cinema. And I saw Dumbo. Heidi Ho. Sorry, I can never say not. Say Who's that? that? That's Pinocchio. Her it? name's Heidi. Oh. Hi, Jim, Jim, and Nobby. My name is Daisy. And the last film that I watched was Dumbo. There's a couple of Dumbos coming in. Oh, yeah. Have you seen The Secret Sock, sock Eaters? In the right place in this show. No, Jim. Oh. What's that about? It was on, right? If you ever yeah. see it, kids, it's about these sock eaters. They're little monsters. And they, they go around people's houses and they steal one sock. What's the washing machine? No, this, the secret sock eaters do it. Oh. And the, it's brilliant. It's really good. If you ever see it on telly, watch it. You My watch. name is Jack. Um, the last movie I seen was Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah. Well, what did you think, Jack? I think kids like every film they go and see. Meg. The Meg. The Meg. The Meg. The Meg. The Meg. My name is Ryan and I went to watch Endgame. I'm very impressed with all the kids sitting through three hours of Endgame. This is Molly, and the last movie I saw was Little. Ah, uh, Little. Just like you, Molly, huh? Thanks for what's happening, kids. We'll look you to be looking for you to get in touch with us tomorrow. And by the way, Avengers Phase 4. That's a thing soon, parents. Kids, put your sunscreen on, wear a hat. Yeah, don't burn your neck. And always wave to the green man. Molly Moore's All The Hits Tour 2019 It hit Dublin last night Now does he mean Other people's hits Because he did a lot Of cover songs well, How many hits does he have He's about 10 hits uh, he, he would have a good few Yeah He's about 10 So that's How many do you put in About 20 in a show But he was doing Gala Free from Desire And Ed Sheeran the crowd going. Um, Here's a little bit Of what he's uh, Here's Ollie. He's singing Ole 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 Guys like him that are keeping that going. That's right. Where he That's go. right. Mosny. Back to again, like a running game master. Ollie Moore's live in Mosny. He sounds like one of those uh, nightclub DJs. Let me see your hands up here. He should be doing mania. Yeah, yeah, funky, yeah. I can't hear you. Because I'm staying in Dublin. birthday today. He's not, because he's contractually obliged to play Belfast tomorrow night. Don't believe him. He's 35 today. Congratulations. Same day with Mark Zuckerberg. Wow. And both very successful in what they do. 
New to Netflix, What If looks like a cross between an indecent proposal and fatal attraction. <gasps> right. That's so, a Mickey D. It's uh, strong vibes of both. In, did you ever see Indecent Proposal? Yeah, Woody Harrelson and Demi. Yeah. Demi Moore. That was a strange film, wasn't it? The kitchen tiles didn't know what hit them. Yeah. So That's you right, you remember that? And then Robert Redford comes along. I made a show myself in a cinema watching that. How? <laughs> Were you by yourself? No. I wasn't actually, I was with a girl. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so there's a bit with Robert Redford and Demi Moore. They're on the, on the deck of his boat. Yeah. And Basically, Robert Redford so, offers your man yeah, a million your, quid. Your man took to spend the, the they took the million quid, and she's on the, the deck of his boat, and they're having a glass of fizzy. And all the lights go, chung, 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 and they all turn off. Yeah. And Demi Moore goes, What happened? And I was eating a wine gum. <laughs> <laughs> so you spat it out. No, and, and she, he goes, she goes, What just happened? And, he, and Robert Redford goes, The lights went out. And I, for some reason, went, <laughs> And this wine gum came flying out of my mouth. <laughs> And I just what got this big, this big laugh. Oh, I'd say it was a, a black one. Right. Good job. Like a black wine gum. Anyway, I don't know why I laughed. I didn't think it was that funny, but it was just this, ha! Huh? And everyone turned around and the whole cinema started laughing. <laughs> it's a really sensitive scene. Even, huh? back, even back then, you were making audiences laugh, That's Jim. right, what? Nobby. What? That is right. Now that you're on the brink of greatness, my only rival is within. Are there still limitations to what you'd be willing to sacrifice? In this case... A night alone with her husband. Acceptable condition of a firm offer to finance her company. What do you really know about Anne Montgomery? Things could get dangerous very quickly. Things have always been dangerous. John! What is it that you imagine I did to him? I made a mistake. But I do not deserve to lose everything. Do you think there's any women who would pay our women money for us to what come around and do the windows? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's Renee Zellweger. Yeah, with your little voice like that and her strange face that doesn't look like naughty's Renee Zellweger. Oh. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. <laughs> 